This is Zoe Church LA. We're not just fans, but rather followers of Jesus. Tune in as Pastor Chad Veach teaches of God's love and how we can live a Zoe life, an abundant life. Okay, go there in your Bible, John chapter 13. If you um, didn't come to church last Sunday, this is the second installment of a new series we're in called Crownless King. I love this. I was talking to somebody this last week. He said, I like how our church does series. Because the way I see a series is like, I don't want to miss, it's like watching a TV show. I don't want to miss an episode. He said, I don't want to miss one of the messages. So this is the second installment of a four-week series that we're doing called Crownless King. And really the whole spirit of this series is found in Philippians chapter 2. The Bible says in Philippians chapter 2, that God has exalted and given Jesus the name above all names. And why did he do that? Because though he was God, he became man. Though he was rich, he became poor. And he humbled himself and came to this earth. And I love this about Jesus. Jesus is our humble servant. In fact, Jesus didn't just humble himself by coming to this earth. Jesus humbled himself every day while he was on this earth. In fact, Jesus made decisions for 33 and a half years every day choosing humility. In fact, Jesus chose humility. He was born in a manger. That's humbling right there. He was 12 years old in church asking the church leaders questions. God asking the pastors questions. He was humble. He was so humble, even he performed his first miracle at a wedding in Cana. Didn't want to do it, but his mom said to do it, and you know you got to obey mama. Becky gave me an amen for that one right there. She got five kids. She's like, that's right. (laughs) But, But Jesus humbled himself not once or twice or a few times. Every day he chose to posture himself and position himself in humility. He humbled himself by interacting with people he shouldn't have. He humbled himself by forgiving people. He humbled himself by being one that would be betrayed, one that would be belittled, one that would be beaten down, one that would even humble himself by dying a brutal death on a cross. Jesus is the embodiment of humility. That's why he's exalted. He is worshipped. He is praised above all else. How did he get to be so high? Because he chose to live so low. God math is so different. How do you get exalted in this kingdom? Well, you humble yourself. And if you exalt yourself, don't worry. God will humble you. You ever see somebody's like, they for sure need to get humbled. Just ask God to do it. God humbled my friend. In Jesus' name. But I love the spirit and the humility of Jesus. I love how he operated while he was here on earth. He was lowly. He was gentle. He was a servant. He humbled himself. I think John 13 is probably one of the greatest snapshots, pictures into the humility that Jesus walked in. Watch here together. John 13, it says this in verse 12. After washing their feet, he put his robe on. And return to his place at the table. Do you understand what I just did? Jesus said to them. You've called me your teacher and Lord. And you're right. For that's who I am. 
Now, I love that part because Jesus is fully aware. I know I'm Lord. I know I'm King. I know, identity can serve. Identity can walk in humility. He goes, I'm fully aware that I'm Lord and King and God. Now, watch this, verse 14. So if I'm your teacher and if I'm your Lord and I have just washed your dirty feet, then you should follow the example that I've set for you and wash one another's dirty feet. Talking Dodger fans to Red Sox fans. Now, do for it. No, I'm just kidding. He would never ask us to do that anyways. Now, do for each other what I have just done for you. Love that. I want to preach a message today. You can write down the title. It's called Pride Got in the Way. Pride Got in the Way. And I want to convince you today of the contrasting differences and realities of pride versus humility. Now I want to show you that maybe you didn't realize this, but pride is doing more damage in your life than you realize. Pride is destroying more things in your home than you give it credit. We want to, as a people and as a church, we want to denounce pride and say yes to humility. How do I become more humble? Do I need more Oprah? No, the way I become more humble is by focusing and studying and looking at the life of Jesus. I can become like whatever you exalt in your life, you'll become. So if you exalt the world, you'll become like the world. If you, become like, if you want to become like Jesus, exalt Jesus and you'll become like him. I want to preach a message today. Pride got in the way. Let's believe together that pride will stop getting in our way. Amen. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you so much for an awesome Sunday like today. We acknowledge today that you are good, you are loving, you are kind, you are gracious. And you are our humble servant. We are blown away by your humility, Jesus. We want to emulate it. Lord, we want to be humble people. Show us your ways. Teach us your truths. We thank you for it. And God, in advance, we thank you that you are going to humble the Boston Red Sox. Even as you cast Satan out of heaven, we believe you're going to cast Boston down. We thank you for these things in Jesus' name. And all the Dodger fans said, come on, let's clap Los Angeles. Let's thank God. Oh, some people getting discouraged, being afraid. Hey, let me just remind you, death happened on a Friday, resurrection on a Sunday. I don't know who I'm preaching to right now, but I felt like telling somebody. Sunday's coming. We, we lose tonight. Be like, what was all that? Anyways, okay. Let me, just give, <laughs> let me just give you a working definition of humility so we all are on the same page and we know what humility is. Watch this. Humility is gentleness. It is meekness. I love that word. Meekness, by definition, is controlled strength. I am never afraid of the loud mouth that's flexing his anger. I'm afraid of the, the quiet dude in the corner just sizing people up. I'm mad afraid of you, okay? So gentleness, meekness, absence of pride or arrogance, it can also refer to a virtue that involves a modest self-perception. I love this last part. It's submission to God and consequent moderation of ambition. Now, it's a mo you can have ambition, but when you're humble, you have a moderation of ambition. 
I'm all for ambition. I'm not for ambition that's out of control. Ambition that's just for self. When I walk in humility, there's a moderation to my ambition. Oh, I love this. To keep it within the, the, the ambition. To keep it within the bounds appointed for each individual by God. So, so humility allows me to go after my God-given potential, but never stretch outside of my grace. You got to watch the difference between pride and humility because pride is, is ugly. Pride says things like, I, I don't have to ask for forgiveness and I don't need to forgive. Pride puffs itself. It's arrogance. It's cockiness. It's narcissism. Pride parades itself and parades its stuff. Pride is... They say pride is the only disease that makes everybody sick besides the person that has it. When you see pride, it's like, it's so gross. But when you're walking in pride, you're blinded by your own pride. You can't see it. You can't perceive it. So pride will bring destruction. Pride will destroy your life. But I'll tell you, humility, I love humility. Humility is lowly in nature. Humility prefers others over themselves. Humility is gentle. Oh, I love Jesus because Jesus was a humble servant. He humbled himself not just once, but humility was the definition of his character. Hum humility was just who he was. I want to convince you today that we are going to denounce and get rid of pride, and we are going to embrace and say yes to humility. If you're already down for that adventure, go ahead and just clap right now and tell the Lord, Lord, help me become a humble person. Now, usually when, you know, they say the, the, the person that studies should be changed the most. So usually every weekend when I preach, I get excited and I say, Lord, change me, touch me. But when I prepare this message, I say, Lord, I don't want to deal with my pride. But deal with the people's pride for sure. We got some prideful folks at Zoe, Lord, touch them, change them. But when we start talking about ego, in pride, it becomes personal for all of us. Because all of us have a touch of pride. All of us have to deal with the issue of the sin of pride. And I, I was preparing, and the more I studied, the more I realized I'm, I'm more prideful than I want to admit. I've got more ego and more insecurity, and I'm afraid more than I want to let on. And this is not a message I'm preaching just to you. It's a message I'm preaching to me. Because there's a big difference between humility and pride. And a lot of us present ourselves like we are humble, but there's war in our hearts. So you can manipulate all the words and the Christianese you want like you are humble, but the reality is most of us struggle with the prideful spirit. Now I want to show you the differences between these two wars and so that we, you and I can rest and we can settle that we want to be like Jesus. Write down number one today. I love this reality. Pride brings nothing but strife, but humility brings nothing but peace. Pride, I promise you this, will bring nothing but strife. If you watch your home, you watch your family, you watch your relationships, wherever there is pride, there is always strife. 
Where does fighting come from? Where does backbiting come from? Where does gossip come from? Where does discord happen? It always is attached to pride. That's not what I think. That's what the Bible says. Look here together, Proverbs chapter 13. Look what it says in verse 10. Oh, I love this. Where there is strife, there is, what is that word? Pride. But wisdom is found in those who take advice. Pride says, you can't tell me nothing. Love that song. <laughs> Hashtag Kanye. But pride always brings strife. Because arrogance and being narcissistic and egotistic and into self will always cause division because you're only after what's important for you and what works for you and your world and you're living in your head. But where there is humility, you will always find peace. In fact, Jesus wants to give you his peace because he doesn't just have peace. He is peace. He is the prince of what? Peace. It's who he is. So watch what he says here in John. Look up on the screen. I love this. John 14. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Jesus wants to give you his peace, but you can never receive it when you're walking in your pride. When you walk in pride, no advice, no receiving, no forgiveness, no grace, no nothing. All you have is discord. All you have is dissension. All you have is dysfunction. All you have is fighting. Where there is pride, there's strife. But when you walk in humility, when you walk gently, when you walk lowly, when you prefer others over yourself, all of a sudden you will have peace. Watch the difference. Prideful people burn bridges. Humble people, they mend relationships. They build bridges with others. They walk in humility. They forgive one another. They're kind. They're gracious. They're loving. They've got peace. When I look at the differences between humility and, and pride, I go, God, please don't let me be a man of pride. Help me be a humble person. Let me walk in humility. Let me embrace, let me clothe myself in humility. When you clothe yourself in pride, everybody can see it, and it doesn't look good on you. You ever, you ever you, married people, this is true. You ever walk downstairs from your house thinking like you're killing the game, stand in front of your spouse, and your spouse is like, yeah. L. And I'm like, for real, what I conjured, what I invoked in you was an L? It's like, it's that bad? You could have been like, oh, not today. Oh, you're so sweet. Let's change. <laughs> but I've, I've made you go, L. <laughs> Hurts my pride. <laughs> when you put on pride, it's disgusting to everybody in your world. When you clothe yourself in humility, you are clothing yourself in that Jesus garb. And that grace garb. And that garb that represents peace and healing and tranquility and harmony. Oh, I just love this. My wife always says, the most important thing in our home is harmony. There's nothing like having a home filled with harmony. And so I just say, babe, then do what I say. I'm kidding. I never said that. I just cut that from the video. Anyways, but God is good. 
When you walk in pride, you will destroy. In fact, write down number two. I love this. Pride brings brokenness and destruction, but humility brings healing and honor and respect. This is all that pride will do for you. Pride will bring brokenness and destruction. If you want to add another word, you can throw in the word devastation. Because when you walk in pride, you will be so broken on the inside. You, you will not have just broken relationships. You'll have a broken heart. You'll have a broken soul. You'll have a broken mind. You will not just have other people that hate you. You'll hate yourself. All through pride. Pride, you, your pride will say, uh, you can't say forgiveness. You can't mend that relationship. You can't get over it. And you'll, you'll think to yourself, why can't I just get it right? Why can't I just ask for forgiveness? Why can't I just say I'm sorry? But pride has got a hold of you. When you have pride, you'll see such destruction. You'll see such devastation. You'll see brokenness. I was watching this great interview this last week, this guy that grew up in Compton, he was a great athlete, and now he's retired, he's a commentator, and he, he was being asked these questions in the interview, and the, in the interview, um, the, the guy that was interviewing this athlete, former athlete, said, well, you know, where are you from, what gang do you represent, you're from Compton, and the guy said, oh no, 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 I never got into gangs, I never got into gangs because I grew up with my uncles, and I watched my uncles, they presented themselves on the streets, Everybody knew who they were. They had all the respect on the streets. Everybody would dap them up. Everybody, so on the streets, they ran things. But as soon as they walked in our house, they were broken. They were devastated. They would cry. They were humiliated on the inside. When you walk in pride, you will present yourself like it's all good, but you know inside it's all bad. Because pride leads to, it leads to brokenness, it leads to devastation, it leads to destruction. If you don't believe me, watch these two verses. Watch what the Bible says here. Look in Proverbs. Oh, I love the Bible. Anybody love the Bible today? Just make some noise if you love the B-I-B-L-E. Watch these two verses. Pro Proverbs 16, 18. Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Proverbs 15, 33, watch the difference. The fear of the Lord is instruction and wisdom, and humility comes before honor. So watch, listen, if you start walking in pride, you can bet your bottom dollar. You know what dog is chasing you down? Destruction. And you can't outrun it. Because as soon as you walk in arrogance, cockiness, narcissism, prideful spirit, I'm telling you destruction, just turn over the hourglass and let the time tick because destruction is coming your way. It's all because of a prideful spirit. But if you walk in humility, did you see what just happened? You want to know what dog's chasing you when you're lowly and gentle and prefer others and you're submitted to God? The Bible says honor is hunting you down. Honor will elevate you. Honor will promote you honor will advance you I don't know about you but I can't afford destruction in my home in my church in my relationships I need to have some honor I need to have some help come on somebody praise them today and just thank the Lord we reject the spirit of pride when you walk in humility honor will advance you why do we honor Jesus and give him the name above all names? Because he went lower than anybody else. How do you get respect? Put some respect on my name. How do you get respect? You don't get it through a spirit of pride. You humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. 
And God will give you respect. God will give you honor. God will advance your name beyond your wildest dreams. God will put on your legacy, on your first and last name, greatness. How does that happen? By serving. By going low. By being a person of peace. A person that prefers others. Pride, destruction, devastation, bad name, bad person, watch out, stay away, they're dangerous, can't trust them, they're a gossip, there's toxicity, it's all pride. But you walk in humility, I promise you, you'll have honor, you'll have respect. I don't know about you, but in, inside of me, I want to be respected, anybody else? The way to get respect is not through pride, the way to get respect is through humility. We respect Jesus above all because he humbled himself more than anyone else. And they spit on him and they laughed at him and they mocked him. and they. Be- it's all right. I'll walk in humility. I'll clothe myself. I'm telling you the thing that looks the best on you when you wear it, all your friends and your family go, you look good today. Whoa. You look good. What is, what is that smell? What are you wearing? Did you spray humility? (laughs) Look good. Have you lost weight? No. Just wearing humility. Pride is so repulsive. So disgusting. I wonder how much devastation and brokenness pride is performing in your life. Pride's working overtime on you, building up walls, isolation, offenses, unforgiveness. What's so amazing is masters of manipulation go, nah, I'm good, I'm, I am humble. But in your heart, you got war. In your heart, you feel a whole separate set of all kinds of emotions and his pride trying to flare up. Humility saying, no, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Stay humble. Stay controlled strength. Walk in meekness. You know what that arrogance did last time. You know what that spending does. We don't have that money. You know, you know what treating that person like that. Don't walk in that pride. That's the spirit of this world. You, you walk in the spirit of Jesus. You become, you go low. I love this story. One time uh, I heard a story from John Maxwell, and he said this guy came up and, and said, hey, to his dad, to his dad, he said, hey, what do you think about so-and-so? So his dad said, well, you know, I think so-and-so, and said all these pleasantries, nice things. And the guy said, well, you know, so-and-so thinks this about you. He said, bad, 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 bad. So now what do you think about so-and-so? And I love this guy, John Maxwell's dad. He said, I already told you what I thought about so-and-so. I'm not, you're not going to lure me into pride. I'm still going to clothe myself in humility. I'm not going to bring destruction and brokenness into my life or my soul. I'm, come on, somebody. I'm going to bring honor. I'm going to bring respect into my life. Write down number three. I love this. Pride is judgmental, afraid, and mean-spirited. But humility is accepting, secure, and gentle. Oh, this is so true. Pride is so ju- Pride always judges others off their actions, but themselves off their intentions. Pride is judgmental 
and it's afraid. It's mean spirit. I don't know about you, but I don't like being around mean-spirited people, anybody else. I like being around kind folks that are loving and have southern accents. I, just, I like kind people. I despise me. And prideful people are mean. Prideful people are judgmental because prideful people think they're better than others. They look down on other races. Racism is pride. A haughty spirit brings racism because as if one color is better than another. As if that is the way God sees the earth. I don't know about you, but my God loves every tribe and every tongue and every color. Come on, Zoe. We're going to clap louder than that because we will not walk in a spirit of judgmental, all kinds of pride and racism. We're humble and embracing. Pride says, I'm better than, you ain't better than nobody. Humility prefers others over themselves. Pride only prefers itself. We the best music. Chad, that's DJ Khaled. Stop. But you guys having fun? I'm having a great time. Pride. I heard this story recently where these people, these rich people were on a yacht. And while they're on the yacht, you know, being served and everything, this boat comes by and, and two different group, people groups are on vacation. And this regular boat goes by and the people up on the yacht looking down, you know, this one guy's like, dang, it would be miserable. Look at that. Wouldn't it be miserable to be them, huh? And this other guy on the yacht caught it. And he's like, you realize they're having the time of their life. You realize they saved up. This is their vacation. They don't know anything else. They're in heaven right now. Isn't it shocking sometimes when people put your words back to you and you realize, OMG, I just showed so much pride right there. I don't even realize what I'm saying. It's a haughty spirit. It's a proud spirit. It gets into our culture. It gets into our spirits. It gets into our thinking. Prideful people are judgmental. They're not approving of others. They're mean-spirited. But I'm telling you, humble folks. Oh, what? put up those three words again. Put up that last point. I love this. Humble people, what are they? L look at those last three thoughts. Put the thing up there on the screen. <laughs> My God. Hum humility is accepting, secure, and gentle. They're accepting, they're secure, and they're gentle because when you are when you walk in humility you're so secure in who you are you can accept other people this is Jesus this woman's caught in an affair she they're ready to stone her Jesus does not condemn her or disapprove of her he forgives her and he says woman I don't accuse you, go and sin no more. It's out of humility, acceptance, security. I don't know about you, but I want to walk in that spirit that says I prefer others and I'm not going to ostracize a people group or anybody else that doesn't look like me or talk like me or act like me. You can believe what you want to believe. You can do whatever you do. And I'm still going to, because I know who I am. 
Don't you get lured into a pride. Even religious, religious people can be some of the most prideful people on the planet because they think because they, they've got grace, they're better than others. Just because you've been saved by the blood of the Lamb doesn't make you better than anybody else. You should pray and serve and hope that they have a revelation of the grace of Jesus Christ. You ought to pray for your neighbors and pray for your family members and believe that just like you got saved, they'll get saved. This is like, this is hard, but this is Jesus. Jesus, he, he lived this kind of life. He, he walked out this faith. Watch what it says, two verses in Isaiah. Look at here, Isaiah uh, chapter 53, verse 2. For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground. He has no form or comeliness and when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. Do you see what the scripture just said about Jesus? Jesus was not six foot something, tan, buff like me. That was pride. Um, there was no attraction to him. There, listen, there's beauty in his name. But there was not beauty in his physique. It was, he wasn't a rock star that way. No, he just didn't walk down the street and people were like, oh my gosh, look at his eyes. <laughs> were they wowed by his physical impression? Or were they wowed by his humility? Because he kept humbling himself. He humbled himself so much so that when he goes to, this is amazing, when he goes to die on the cross, he doesn't flex. He doesn't give in to pride at the very last moment. Watch what it says, uh, Isaiah 53 again, now down to verse 7. He was oppressed, and after he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before its shearers silent, so he opened not his mouth. Translation, at the last hour, he didn't go, do you realize who I am? I'm a king. I'm the son of God. I walk on water. I heal people. I raise people. You realize I can get angels right now? You know who my daddy is? Do you know? Say my name. Say my name. No, no. He did not flex that way. He didn't say a word. He just walked in humility. He just walked and embraced his role. He just humbled himself. He went low. You can do all that stuff. The pride, no, no, no. I'm just going to stay low. I'm going to stay here because I know that in due time, God will exalt me. I don't have to exalt myself. <laughs> Worship team, you can come join me. Right down the last thing in the fourth and the final thought for today. I hope this is encouraging you today. Pride brings the applause of man, but humility brings the applause of heaven. This is awesome. Because when you walk, just so you know, because some people in their head are like, yeah, but like, I know prideful people and like, they're really like loved and celebrated and they have become an internet sensation off pride. Yeah. Because when you walk in pride, you walk in the spirit of this world, and the world loves it. When you are most arrogant in a narcissistic society, narcissism wins. 
So when you operate in pride, you are operating in the spirit of the world, and the world is going to thank you, post you, celebrate you. Because you just gave in to the spirit of this world. Watch this, 1 John. If you don't believe me, let's go Bible. 1 John chapter 2, watch what it says. It says, for, that, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. So when you are into yourself, preferring yourself over others, when you give into that, the world will go, great, thank you for flexing, thank you for showing us, thank you for doing that. And let me just tell you, you can get the applause of man, but it will stop with them. So good. You got another human to congratulate you. But there's, there's no life in that. As quickly as you got it is as quick as you lose it. When they started to praise Jesus, Jesus goes, no, 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 stop, stop. I'm good. I do not need you to praise me. I know what's in you. And I, my soul does not crave your praise. I crave the praise of heaven. I live for the applause of heaven. I want to make decisions that make the angels go crazy. I want to tell somebody today, you can set heaven off today. You can make heaven go into a frenzy. You can, you can make heaven bring out the fiesta and the piñata, all because of the decisions you make. I'm you, there's things you do. When you walk in humility, you walk humbly before God. You embrace that spirit of humility. I promise you, you can't see it, but the angels go crazy heaven goes into a roar you're like forget it I'm going to forgive him I'm going to let it go I'm not going to have any unforgiveness I'm texting to make things right right now you're texting heaven's going crazy heaven's just like praise party like what Let's go. Turn up. Like they're just going wild. Because you made a decision out of humility. You take home that brochure, November 18th, you lay it down in your counter, and you lay hands, and you say, God, what do you want me to give at Heart for the House? And heaven starts going crazy because they know that they got access to your heart and access to your money. I promise you, you start serving at your church, you start loving your spouse, you start investing into your future, you start sowing into your children. I promise to God, you'll, make, you'll get the applause of heaven. You live this way. And watch what the Bible says in James. Last scripture of the day, James. I close with this. Look at this in James chapter 4. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and He will lift you up. I always find that when God promotes me, it's better than when I promote me. God can take me further than I ever dreamed. He can do more than I ever asked. He can do more with my life than I can. And I don't know about you, but I denounce, I reject, I rebuke a spirit of pride, and I will embrace, and I will walk in the spirit of Jesus, which is the spirit of humility. I know I might not always want to do this, but I'm just declaring to the devil. I'm declaring to myself. I'm declaring to other people. I'm not going to be full of pride. I'm not going to walk in arrogance. I'm going to embrace and put